Hello and welcome back to Healthcare Talk with Amanda and Riley. I'm Riley. I'm Amanda. And today we will be discussing vaccines. A vaccine stimulates your immune system to produce antibodies in a similar way to if you were exposed to the disease. They were first invented in 1796 by Edward Jenner. He determined that protection from the smallpox disease could be achieved by injecting people with a dead virus. This discovery has led to the invention of all vaccinations, including the polio, tetanus vaccine, hepatitis B, and most currently, the COVID vaccine. Vaccines are a controversial topic today. We have two expert guests that will be discussing their perspective on vaccines. Let's see why vaccines are so debatable. Could you introduce yourself and your profession? Well, my name is Joel Aronson, and I have worked as a registered nurse uh, for 26 years now. And I work as a certified wound, ostomy, and continence nurse and a certified foot care nurse. So I serve a diverse population here in Shakopee, Minnesota. But what is your opinion on vaccines? Well, I think vaccines serve an incredibly important part in public health. So, you know, history has shown that vaccines have improved the lives of millions and millions of people for generations now. So I am definitely more in the pro-vaccine camp than an anti-vaxxer. Um... What do you think some of the reasons people choose to vaccinate or not vaccinate themselves and their families are? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons out there. You know, it's going to be as diverse a response as there are, is diversity out there. Um, Everybody is going to have their own unique reasons. I think it's possible to somewhat generalize that and that many people realize that vaccines are beneficial for public health and that if you want to stay healthy and not get sick and possibly die, a vaccine is a really good place to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's free. Yes. So, you know, yeah. kind of a no-brainer there. But I think there are certain people who really fear that vaccines are, you know, going to put a microchip into you or they're going to cause autism in your children or they're going to cause some type of inflammatory response that's going to ruin your immune system. What is your opinion on the COVID vaccine as a healthcare professional? Well, I think it's I think it's been a real gift for a lot of us. You know, we've been able to get the Pfizer vaccine at the hospital I work at. Positive thing goes, I think it's really allowed a lot of us to have freedom. You don't have to wear a mask outside anymore if you've been vaccinated. That's the latest word from Dr. Fauci at the CDC. So. Um, I think, you know, we're, we'll hopefully get the economy opened up and people getting back to normal lives, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's important to get vaccinated? I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but what are other reasons why? Well, I think, first of all, we have to realize that you probably heard that uh, uh, saying, saying that we are all connected. Well, when it comes to uh, epidemiology, that certainly stands true. Um, You know what, if we don't end up getting herd immunity or getting the, you know, well over 80% of our population vaccinated, we're going to be living with this thing for a long, long time. And it's going to have devastating effects on a personal and economic level and on a national level that and on an international level that I don't think most people can begin to fathom. Um, do you think there is any potential that there could be a law in the U.S. that all citizens must be vaccinated against any illness? 
I think that would face a lot of legal challenges. I really do. And I think that when you open up a lot of legal challenges, you open up a whole other can of worms. Again, it becomes politicized at that point. Mm -hmm. I, you know, while I don't think it's a bad idea to have people get vaccinations, I think they need to be encouraged. But I don't think that 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 you can enforce penalties or fines on people for doing things. You know, certainly there would always be an exception, say a religious exception or some type of immunological exception or allergy exception, that kind of thing. So, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question and it's a really difficult question to answer. But I would, I would say, no, I don't really see that happening in this country. It didn't happen before. And as you saw with um, the Affordable Care Act, that was brought all the way to the Supreme Court and challenged at a, a number of different levels. Um, I think it would rank right up there. You know, legislating health care is a very difficult and, uh, and sometimes dangerous thing to do because it crosses over into other legal precedents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then most recently, um, the COVID vaccine has been able to, like, be handed out to 12 to 15-year-olds. If you had, like, a child of that age or, like, knew any of one of that age, would you get them vaccinated? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unless, unless, again, they had an allergy to the ingredients or something like that. But um, Have you ever seen the effects of not receiving or receiving a vaccine? I have, um, I, both in my family and in my um, professional life. Um, my sister is a bit of an anti-vaxxer and mm -hmm. she has, uh, she had four children and her eldest uh, did not get a measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. He ended up getting um, the measles. Mm -hmm. And when you get these things as a child, your immune system is there to be developed. But he got so sick, he was hospitalized. Um, there was real fear that he would lose his sight and his hearing. Then I've seen it happen too where, um, oh, what's that other disease that kids get? Mumps. A friend of mine, uh, was is from Mexico and he got mumps at age 42 and again severe reaction so these childhood diseases while they're miserable for the kid as adults they can become life-threatening mm -hmm. you know um, so that's one of those things that you have to keep in mind is that know your facts if you um, if you see that people aren't getting vaccines it's like further down the road this can be pretty serious stuff if you end up contracting a disease yeah Definitely. It's pretty serious stuff. Yeah. So kind of based off of that question, do you agree with people deciding not to get vaccinated? Well, again, that's a highly individual choice. Mm -hmm. um, and if they have valid scientific reasons for it, such as allergies, you know, I get it. Um, religious objections, you know, I get it. But the thing is, um, people who have a choice and don't have any physiological reason to not get the vaccine and then they don't i i have uh i struggle with that mm -hmm. i mean it's their right and i respect that right doesn't mean i have to agree with their choice definitely yeah yeah well thank you for letting us thank interview you, you yeah. on those questions <laughs> There are multiple reasons people decide not to receive vaccinations. 
One of these reasons is due to religion, but few religions are against vaccinations. It is more common to not receive vaccines due to personal beliefs and concerns. One of these concerns is that the vaccine can lead to fatal side effects. All vaccinations carry a risk of causing anaphylaxis, a severe allergic reaction. Reactions to vaccines are extremely rare. Anaphylaxis occurs in one per several hundred thousand to one per million vaccination. Individuals may be concerned about the ingredients in vaccinations. For example, aluminum is used in some vaccines and can cause brain damage. Another dangerous ingredient is formaldehyde because it can cause heart defects. Some flu vaccines contain ingredients which can cause skin, eye, and respiratory irritants. However, setting ease to the concerns of unsafe ingredients in vaccines, all of the ingredients in vaccines are used in a safe amount. Aluminum and other different dangerous ingredients can be harmful in large doses, but they are not used in harmful amounts. Some people choose not to get vaccinated to make a statement that the government should not control personal medical choices. There is not a U.S. federal law mandating vaccinations, but there are state laws requiring certain vaccines for children going to public schools. Many states offer religious or medical exemptions. Many people worry about the link vaccines could have to epilepsy or autism. There have been many studies that have found the link to epilepsy is not reliable. Epilepsy is a disorder in which nerve cell activity in the brain is disturbed, and then this results in seizures. According to the CDC, the risk of a child having a seizure after a shot is rare and has no long-term effects. I have read multiple studies that show children who do have seizures when receiving immunizations already have the gene that causes seizures. This means the shot was just a trigger to set off the gene. Parents are concerned of giving their children vaccines because they are worried about autism. I've heard of people connecting autism to vaccines. Our next guest is an expert on autism and can talk more in depth about this topic. Hello and welcome to Healthcare Talk. Can you introduce yourself and your healthcare profession? Yes, my name is Kristen Dolby and I am a pediatric occupational therapist. What is your opinion on vaccines? I think that they are good because they help to decrease diseases. Um, what do you think some pros and cons are to vaccinating? Well, I think the pros are that they can eliminate a disease um, that can really injure or harm people. Mm -hmm. um, a con could be that there are sometimes negative reactions that you could get from a vaccine. Since you are an occupational therapist and you deal with kids who have autism, do you think that vaccines are linked to autism? Well, I've been an occupational therapist now for, oh, probably 25 years. I think in the beginning of my career, there was a lot of talk about it, um, especially for the kids that were typical. And then they were about two years old and got their MMR, and then they regressed and mm -hmm. became more became autistic. Mm -hmm. So those are the cases where the parents would really speak out against the vaccine because there was a direct link. Um, but I do know that years ago they took out thimerosal from the MMR. And so when my kids were little, that wasn't even the case that they had thimerosal in them. And that was 
kind of what they were saying was possibly could be a link to mm-hmm. autism, but I'm not exactly sure if they've ever proven that to be a fact. Yeah. And then are some of your patients' parents worried about vaccinations or do they like blame autism on vaccinations? Do you see that nowadays or no? I do think people are still afraid of autism, um, not knowing what could be the cause. Mm -hmm. So I do think that some of the parents are hesitant. Um, We also have kids who just have immune systems that are compromised and are unable to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we do have a few families that aren't interested in doing the vaccinations um, for religious reasons. Do you require people to be vaccinated if they come in, like your patients? We do not require that. What is your opinion on the COVID vaccine as a healthcare professional? As a healthcare professional, I am amazed that we got the vaccine out so quickly. Um, Usually it will take years to get a vaccine out. Um, I'm pretty impressed because it will change how we do our work. Right now we're, we're very limited on how we can treat the kids. Not all the parents are allowed in. Um, We still do some video um, sessions with the kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm amazed that it's out. Yeah, and then have you received the COVID vaccine? Yes, I got it through my work when the healthcare providers were offered it. Mm -hmm. Were you um, hesitant to get it? I was hesitant um, because I know they've done a lot of tests on it but I do get a little bit nervous that maybe there are some other side effects and maybe we're not hearing all the negative side effects on the news. Um, So I am a little, yeah, I was a little worried. Mm -hmm. If you had a 12 to 15 year old child, would you get them vaccinated? Um, That's a good question. I probably would um, because I have a 17 year old and 20 year old and they are both in the process of getting vaccinated. And I know that um, they approved it for the, that younger population. Um, so the reason why I probably would is because having the vaccine would prevent them from getting COVID and then spreading it to other people. Mm-hmm. I worry about them having COVID and not knowing it and potentially spreading it to, um, to somebody who would get really sick from it. Yeah, have a lot of your patients received the COVID vaccine or are they hesitant? Well, a lot of our patients are too young yet, but the parents um, have been starting to get the vaccine because a lot of the families are super concerned about it mm-hmm. because they're already their health is already compromised. Yeah. Yep. Do you know anyone who's against getting vaccinated like in the healthcare field or in your personal life? I do know some people. I'd say the majority of the people that I work with got vaccinated. Mm -hmm. There may be a few that did not, and I did not ask why. I'm assuming it's due to their health concerns of getting vaccinated, or it could be due to some religious reason. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, Yeah, in general, do you have any friends or like healthcare coworkers who are against like all vaccines? Yeah, I would say I have more people not at my work who I know that are against this COVID vaccine 
than just in general against vaccines. I don't know too many people who don't get their kids vaccinated. As a mother, were you ever concerned about getting your children vaccinated? Yes, I was very concerned because at that time, I kind of believed that you could potentially get autism from it um, and that they just had removed the thimerosal with my oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I was really worried. And the thing that worried me a lot is that they give these little tiny babies so many vaccinations at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I talked to my doctor or the kid's doctor about it and ended up splitting up their shots. So we would do a few at one time and then come back to the lab maybe a month or two later and do another few because I wanted to make sure that I knew if they had a reaction, which one they would have a reaction to. Mm -hmm. Because I do have a close friend who her son had a really bad reaction to the MMR and then he could not get another dose of that because um, it was so severe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, thank you so much for your time and thank you for coming to Healthcare Talk. We appreciate it. Thank you. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, most childhood vaccines are 90 to 99% effective in preventing disease. Every year, vaccines save around 2.5 million children from treatable illnesses. The Center for Disease Control estimated that childhood immunizations prevented about 419 million illnesses, 26.8 million hospitalizations, and 936,000 early deaths of children. Based on everything we've learned today, I believe vaccinations are safe, especially since they are invented to keep the public healthy. I agree because vaccinations have to go through regulating steps, so I trust them. Vaccinations not only help keep myself safe, but they keep my community safe. An example of this is the 2019 measles outbreak. This outbreak was caused by vaccine hesitancy. Parents choosing not to vaccinate their kids resulted in this outbreak. Because of this, that's why it's very important to get vaccinated, so I will be getting my COVID vaccine to keep myself and my community safe. Before we contacted Mr. Aronson and Mrs. Dolby, we gathered informative information to educate ourselves on vaccines. Our interviewees provided an insight on the pros and cons to vaccines. Thank you for listening to Healthcare Talk with Amanda and Riley. We will be back next week to debate another healthcare topic.